Hello everybody and welcome to yet another exciting episode of Dine with Evie. So today we're going to continue from the previous week's topic which was why minding your own business uh, actually helps you grow. Today we're going to talk about some of the reasons why minding your own business is the greatest advice ever given, you know, but like really and surely why should you either mind your own business when talking about when you know poking your nose into other people's businesses is actually a fun thing to do right it's one of those things that actually make the world go around you know but like why why should you stay clear of you know being in other people's business why should you stay clear of you know keeping tabs on other people you know but anyways, let's um, look at some of his um, sayings, uh, which were actually uh, said by some of, you know, the world's greatest influencers. We're talking about the likes of Michael Jackson. And we're also talking about, you know, books, well-known books, such as the Bible and the Quran, And, you know... The likes of the Gandhis and stuff. <laughs> Alright, so you'll realize that religion and pop culture arrive with sage advice on mind your own business. So let's consider some of those quotes. Um, take the plank out of your eye. Okay? So you can see it clearly to remove the speck from someone else's. This is actually from the Bible farm. It's uh, from the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 5. And then we'll move on to the next card, which is most abominable in the sight of God is that you see what you do not do. This is actually from the Quran. Interesting. I'm starting, I'm rather, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. This is from Michael Jackson. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Then we move on to Gandhi, who says, be the change you want to see in the world. Then, is it Rocco? Says, I'ma do me, mom. I'ma do me. And we hear this a lot. And people be using it a lot, a whole lot nowadays. So these mantras and massives have been ingrained in our collective psyche. Okay, bestowed by some of the greatest influences humanity has ever known. So why do so few of us seem to live by them tabloid and reality tv show tycoons have amassed fortunes from the business of well minding other people's business okay talk of the paparazzi farm talk of tmz talk of uh what's that is it entertainment and these other channels mm. On the flip side, Instagram influencers build lucrative brands almost exclusively on recruiting people to mind their own business. And here we're talking about the likes of, you know who your influencers are, you know? <laughs> Y'all be watching somebody do their makeup. Like, that's you fucking your nose in another person's business. But guess what? You're leveraging others' fascination with your personal lives into paid partnerships and marketing clout imagine additionally 
Modern years consumption has essentially become a spectator spot. We follow politics for little more reason than to root for our party or become outraged by the other, which is all very common nowadays. It's interesting how um, the, Zambi- the Zambian populace is actually so very interested in politics nowadays. It's like people are becoming more enlightened as the days go by. World events seem to consist of little more than bleak stories of disease, death, and moral decay, which we all seem to have opinions about, but either can't or don't do anything to address. So, why are people nosy? So, apparently, we have a, a justification for nosiness, okay? Let's try to, you know, justify an obsession. So maybe nosiness is human nature, or maybe in developed nations uh, like the US of A's, the UK's, and yada yada yada, it's a symptom of having too much leisure time on their hands. Okay, those guys seem to have a lot of time. Like they have very little time to worry about poverty, unemployment. Maybe they do in rare cases, but. Mm, it's nothing compared to Zed, man. Zambia is different. We convince ourselves that there is civic virtue in what we do, saying like staying informed, looking for inspiration, keeping up with the culture, sharing opinions, and practice. All of this generally equate to devoting attention to things other people are doing that don't directly involve or affect us. But what about our own homes, careers, relationships, bodies, and bank accounts? As much as we claim to know how to fix the world's problems, why are we individually fatter, broker, less fulfilled, and more depressed than previous generations, failing in the area where we each have the greatest influence, which is ourselves, fam? Why? Okay, let's face it. We are a culture of... You know, voyeurs, lurkers, gossipers, meddlers, armchair experts, and backseat drivers. We keep our bodies busy without accomplishing much or too willing to lend our unsolicited input regarding other people's affairs, yet too busy, tired, or scared to attend to our own. Ugh, what if we look or we took rather all the attention we reserve for others problems and applied it to our own what if everyone focused their energy on just improving their lives and their families what if in doing that we discovered we each have the ability to transform our experience in the world no matter what is going on around us what if being a living example is what is possible is is actually the most powerful way to influence others well here are some of the ways we think minding your own business is the key to a successful life number one minding your own business gives you more control so look when you mind your own business the responsibility for anything that goes wrong lies with you, but so too does the power to fix it. You don't have to wait on others in order to make progress or become successful. Laws, economies, and social climates can take years, if not decades, 
to change, but today, right now, you can take actions that will directly affect the quality of your health, career, and relationships. Okay? Number two, minding your own business increases your impact, fam. So focusing your actions and attention within your circle of influence is how movements start, okay? And that's how they've started in the past. Setting an example and helping people directly has a ripple effect that you can witness in real life. Further, there is less friction when you approach a problem from its closest proximity to you. So you have less hopes to jump through to put ideas into motion. And once it's implemented, a good idea can spread like wildfire. Like I know someone who just wakes up and ba-bam, they have an amazing idea. Like an idea that is just so revolutionary. It's inspiring to watch. And oh, that person is so special, dang. Number three, minding your own business saves time. Mm-hmm, it does, fun, And I know this for a fact, okay? So there are 24 hours in a day, no matter what you do. But spending that time getting involved in other people's business leaves a whole lot less of it to focus on your own. Like, for example, I spend hours on the phone talking or texting about drama that has nothing to do with me, only to hang up and confront that. You know, I had to do laundry. Mm, of course, I don't have bills to pay, but I still had to recharge my uh, phone with airtime, using my money and deadlines to meet, you know, like assignments and crap. It's crazy like that. As valuable as your time is, so is your attention. Both are finite resources and minding your own business ensures both are invested in the stock that will always give you the greatest return, which is you. Okay? Number four, minding your own business, fam, presents more learning opportunities. We learn by doing, trying and facing the consequences of our own actions. When you meddle in other people's business, you are involving yourself in a situation where the outcome doesn't fall on you. You don't have to face the consequences of your advice, okay? How can you ever know if it was good or not? How can you ever realize what you may have forgotten gotten wrong, for example? Minding your own business is the best way to grow in ways that will actually benefit you because the lessons you learn will come from real life application. Okay? Number five, minding your own business makes you better equipped to help others. Mm. For real though, if you really, really come to think of it. Right. If you struggle to manage your own affairs, how then can you attempt to dictate others? Put your own oxygen mask on. Um, we have facial masks nowadays, so you can have that on thumb. Get your own finances in order. Clean your own house or your room, thumb. Fix your own relationships. Ah, or better still, marriages. Raise your own kids. I shouldn't be talking about kids right now because I ain't got none. Okay, you'll never be perfect. But the more attention to improving areas of your own life, 
and the better results you get, the more people will actually seek out your advice and be willing to take it. Okay? Number six, minding your own business makes more money. Oh, the connection though. Anyways, let's try to get into it. When you mind your own business, you develop expertise in things that matter to you and benefit you. You speak from a position of accomplishment rather than assumption, and that can be leveraged into any number of money-making opportunities. Promotions, books, courses, consultancies, speaking engagements, etc. Multi-billion dollar companies such as the likes of the Alibabas of our time were born from the founder's effort to overcome challenges in their own lives and many more ventures, if not most, are started similarly. Okay? When you mind your own business, your life can literally become a business. Ooh, bars. These are bars, farm. Exceptions to the root. Mm. Okay. Um, does minding your own business mean you have to be selfish? Well, yes and no. You don't have to completely shut everyone else's concerns out. But you may have to set some boundaries. Your business should not in any way inflict harm on anyone else. Okay? And if you see harm coming to someone who doesn't have the ability or resources to defend themselves, I believe you have a moral duty to stand up for them. Okay? Ultimately, oh wait, before we get into it, so this issue of, um, you know, um, minding your own business, but then your business seems to affect someone, a good example can be cultural appropriation. Is it cultural appropriation? You know, you've been seeing the likes of the Kim Kardashians and whatnot doing them corners and the black uh, community having a problem with that. You know what? I'm yet to dig deeper into that. I don't understand how that should uh, be a problem when Kim is a citizen of planet Earth. Anyways, none of my business. We're talking about minding our own business. <laughs> Sorry about that. But yeah, you know, ultimately, the outcome of minding your own business should give you a greater capacity to help others. Still, you will encounter scenarios involving others where you may be compelled to intervene. Okay, in those cases, um, there are some questions you might want to consider before involving yourself in someone else's business. For example... Has my help been personally requested by someone directly affected by the situation um, I'm getting myself in? Okay, very pertinent question. I rarely ask myself that question as well. What do I personally have to lose or gain from getting involved in this situation? <laughs> Am I responsible in any way for the outcome of the situation? Am I willing to take on any additional responsibility for or bear any consequences of the outcome of this situation? Can my involvement or input have any effect on the outcome of this situation? If so, then to what extent? What are my intentions in becoming involved in this situation? Very wise questions to ask yourselves. 
So overall, minding your own business is hard. Like it's really hard. And, and you know, social media has actually really proved beyond reasonable doubt this analysis is just so very hard. It involves actual labor, confronting your mistakes and inner demons, working out relational conflicts, practicing self-discipline and making sacrifices. It's so tempting to cast blame on the world's problems on other people and circumstances. But that mentality inherently ascribes all power to fix things to outside forces as well. No matter how hard you try, you can't control a choppy ocean. However, once you accept the sea for what it is, you can navigate accordingly. The better you captain your own ship, the smoother your sailing will be from, okay? so very much for having joined me on my fifth episode of dine with evie farm thank you so very much very very much i um i want to get together with you sometime in the future probably next week otherwise have a good one child